Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Living life tips, we have great topics to bring to you, so stay with us. Today, let's talk about sleep. It's actually the fact sheet from AOT that we're going to use called AOT's Role in Sleep. Rest and adequate sleep provides the foundation for optimal occupational performance, participation, and engagement in daily life, a concept that is historically consistent with the development of OT. The impact of sleep on function and participation is incorporated into the repertoire of OTs and addressed across the lifespan, as AOTA explained in 2014. Prevention and intervention strategies to address individual, family, and population-based sleep needs lie within the scope of practice for OT and represent another way in which we can help clients from a holistic perspective to help them live life to its fullest. Referral to a physician for further evaluation of medical intervention is indicated for clients reporting unresolved chronic or potentially serious sleep problems such as sundowning in adults with Alzheimer's disease. Sleep insufficiency, not getting enough sleep, not obtaining restorative sleep, is a public health problem from the CDC in 2015 that is linked to motor vehicle crashes, industrial accidents, increased health utilization and decreased work productivity. Sleep insufficiency is also linked to chronic diseases such as hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, and obesity, along with cancer or early mortality and reduced quality of life and productivity from CDC 2015. On a personal note, when I'm super, super, super tired, it is very difficult to do anything to function. It is very difficult even to get off the couch when I fall asleep on the couch all the time. People who fall, who are super, super tired and are driving on the road, they say it's almost as bad as being under the influence of alcohol, almost as bad as being under the influence of drugs or the like. People say that it's compared to it's very important to get sleep, very important to be well-rested, especially when taking care of your occupations, when taking care of your children, when doing your job, and when driving because it's very, very bad. We used to get so tired when driving long distances that we decided not to do night driving. And if we have to do night driving, we try to break it up. When we used to drive to the middle of the country, we used to break it up half and half, do six hours and then rest, and then the other six hours because it was just too hard and just too tiring. So you have to make sure to get that sleep and to work around if you need to go somewhere, work around how to get the sleep in. The role of OT is that OTs use knowledge of sleep physiology and the disorders and evidence-based sleep promotion practices to promote and evaluate and address the ramifications of sleep insufficiency or sleep disorders and occupational performance and participation. Sleep problems are addressed with all clients and framed from the perspective of health maintenance and health promotion. There are examples of how OTs may address sleep dysfunction, and we're going to talk about it across different populations. For example, in ASD, autism spectrum disorder, we work with families of children with an autism spectrum disorder or another developmental disorder to explore the impact of sleep deprivation on the family unit and the child's and caregiver's ability to function effectively during the day. We can aid families to systematically trial changes in bedtime routines, habits, and patterns. We're going to talk about bedtime routines again. We talked about it in the past. Cognitive or behavioral therapy interventions or strategies to address sensory avoiding or sensory seeking behaviors, such as a picture poster depicting bedtime routines, stickers, or consistent praise for sleep through the night 
Loose or tight pajamas, depending on what the kid needs. Lightweight or weighted blankets, again, depending on what the kid needs. And those things are used. Managing the physical environment, enhancing observation skills, help parents anticipate reactions to changes in clothing, toys or family schedules, calming activities and routines that do not burden the family and can be consistently carried out, may facilitate sleep. There are many different things that can help kids. Sometimes kids need light to go to sleep. Sometimes they need no light to go to sleep. Some kids like a night light. Some kids like the pitch dark. Some people like it to be a little noisy. Some people like it to be deathly quiet. If you need noise, sometimes people use a white noise machine. You could look it up. It makes very interesting noises. You could also get ocean noises or jungle noises. It could be catered to what the kid likes. Sometimes kids like the smells. Different sensory experiences, different sensory things can help or hinder people. In general, besides for sleep, I can know from a personal example, when I need to study, for example, it has to be pitch, pitch, quiet. And it doesn't have to be pitch dark, but it has to be crazy, crazy quiet. I used to lock myself in my room, not allow any interruptions, turn off the phone, put away the phone, and it was very hard for me to focus if there was any noise. So as for sleep, some kids need the ability to have no noise at all. If there are other kids in the house, it's very difficult, but there are also noise-canceling headphones that you could take off later when they're really fully asleep, and different things that you could do to make sure they have that good sleep. Older adults in long-term care, practice OTs work in long-term care settings for older adults to, to develop individualized sleep routines, to adjust the lighting to clearly demarcate day and night, to reduce staff noise, to train staff to use recommended equipment for bed positioning, to maintain turning schedules for individuals who are immobile and advocate for clients' need for privacy, daytime activity programs, including exercise, foster socialization, and facilitate arousal engagement and decreased involuntary daytime napping, thus improving sleep latency and maintenance. OTs address nocturnal toileting safety, bedding management, and clothing preferences for sleep, environmental elements such as sufficient blankets for warp, sound machines to add white noise like we talked about, and blackout curtains or eye masks to enhance quality of sleep. Some people need it to be that dark, so dark that they need the masks in addition to other factors. OTs and wellness and prevention Practices can facilitate sleep health by helping clients across the lifespan to incorporate physical activity into their daily routines along with addressing mood disorders, dietary habits, substance abuse, and smoking cessation, which have been linked to sleep disturbances from Perry Paddle and Presley Cantrell, 2013. In order to do assessment, we have to evaluate the clients in areas that contribute to sleep dysfunction, including difficulties in sleep prep, sleep prep, preparation and sleep participation sleep latency how long it takes to fall asleep typically fewer than 30 minutes for someone without a sleep disorder sleep duration the number of hours of sleep which varies by age sleep maintenance the ability to stay asleep or daytime sleepiness the impact of work school and life events such as shift work or caregiver responsibilities the influence of pain and fatigue disturbances in balance vision strength skin integrity and sensory systems psycho-emotional status including depression, anxiety, and stress, the impact of caffeine, nicotine, drugs, or alcohol, smoking, or medication, for example, prescription or over-the-counter sleep aids, and the impact of the environment, for example, those in acute care hospitals and long-term care facilities report higher rates of sleep disturbances. An intervention, OTs focus on promoting optimal sleep performance, and the interventions can include, but are not limited to, ideas such as educating clients and caregivers on sleep misconceptions and expectations, addressing secondary conditions that may precipitate diminished sleep quality, for example, pain, decreased range of motion, decreased ability to move the joints, depression, and anxiety, encouraging health management behaviors such as smoking cessation, reduced caffeine intake, a balanced diet, and adequate exercise, establishing predictable routines, including regular times for waking 
waking and sleeping, managing pain and fatigue, and addressing performance deficits or barriers to activities of daily living, especially for bed mobility and toileting. Also establishing individualized sleep hygiene routines, such as habits and patterns to facilitate restorative sleep. Teaching cognitive behavioral and cognitive restructuring techniques such as leaving the bedroom if awake and returning only when sleepy or exploring self-talk statements regarding sleep patterns, increasing coping skills, stress management, and time management, addressing sensory disorders and teaching self-management or caregiver management, modifying the environment including noise, light, temperature, bedding, and technology use while in bed. They say very good not to use technology, especially within the hour before you go to bed. Advocating on a state or national level for laws that protect workers from excessive work schedules that threaten their health or public safety. Go tell it to the teachers, especially private school teachers, that always have to bring their work home. In conclusion, OTs are important members of the healthcare team addressing sleep disorders that place clients at risk for health problems or performance deficits during daily life tasks. They often work with individuals following diagnosis to create behavioral and environmental changes that facilitate effective sleep habits and routines, providing a foundation for effectively participating in valued activities. If you feel like you have troubles with your sleep, talk to your doctor, see if there's something an OT can do. Make sure you get enough sleep so that you could be as functional as possible and as independent as possible throughout your day. Join us next time as we talk about tips for learning through play here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.